on the third white line, says the Mishnah. A man says to a woman, quote, um, Behold, you are Mekudeshes uh, to me. Now note, he didn't say anything about Ma'ach. He just says Mekudeshes to me. And then he says, uh, On the condition that I give you uh, $200,000. That's whatever 200 Zuz is. Well, says the Mishnah, It's a good Kiddushin, because he gave her like a hundred bucks at the time. However, he does have to fulfill the condition of giving her the two hundred zuz. Harizu mekudeshes v'huyitain kama. Quote: Amanasha etzem lach mekana shleishim yoyim. And quote: If he says on the condition that I give you from this moment until basically like within thirty days, then if nasan la he gives her the money b'seich shleishim yoyim mekudeshes good kiddushin v'imlav. And if not, in a mekudeshes it's not a good kiddushin. Kama. If he says to her, quote, Amanash Yeshima Saim Zuz, on the condition that I have 200 Zuz, call it $100,000, Harezu Mikudeshes, this is a good Kedushin, as long as he has uh, clearly that uh, amount of money which he said he has. If he uses this Lushan, and this will be the last case, quote, Amanash Erech Masaim Zuz, Hariyat Mikudeshes, on the condition that I show you $200,000. Harizu Mikudesh is a good Kedushin, and he has to show it to her. If he takes her to the local mint or bank or money changer, or uh, if he shows, he said on condition, I show you $200,000. So he shows it to her, it's not necessarily his, he shows it to her. No, no, that's not what was meant, that's not what she understood, that's not what would be understood. If he shows it to her, uh, Shulchan is the uh, the table that was used as the money changers table. So a lot of times there's a lot of cash there. Ain't a mikudesha, so that is not a good kedushin. Okay. Basically, like if he's a money changer and he shows her a whole wad of cash, that's wonderful. But like, is it yours? And if it's not his, then it's not a good kedushin. Itmar. We have a machlokus between Rav Huna, who I circled, and Rav Yehuda, who will circle shortly. Rav Huna says, Vehu yitain. And in the uh, Mishnah's case, Opening case where he said Harimakadeshasli on the condition that I give you two hundred Zuz, meaning it's good Kedushin from the moment he originally said it to her and gave her the hundred dollars, and then like to make the thing good, he has to make sure in the future that he gives her the big chunk of cash. Rav Yehudu No, 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 it's not even a good Kedushin at all until the money is paid up. Colon. Tenahav. It's basically just a condition. Mikhaim Tenah, so like any condition, let him fulfill it. The Azalan go on away as a happy married couple. Kama Ravihudu, I underline Amar Lekeshayitin. Oh no, no, no. It's not that it was a good Kedusha when he gave her the initial uh little bit of like a pruta. Lekeshayitin equals the Khiyohiv Hava Kedushin. Only once he pays up that big sum of money that he promised her is a good Kedushin. Hashtami, however, at this point, before he does that, low Hava Kedushin. It's not a good Kedushin. Ask the Gemara, my Beinayu, what's enough to mean a case like who cares at the end of the day he's going to pay up the big chunk of money and and they'll be married? Well, Ika Beinayu, imagine this case. Let's say he said, he gave her $100 and he says, I'm going to give you 100000 And then some time passes by and Pashtayad of a Kibla Kedushim I don't know what's going on with this woman, but she actually accepts Kedushim from some other guy before the first guy fulfilled his promise. Liravhuna. According to Rav Huna, who said, oh no, the first guy's Kedushin was a good Kedushin right away, just as he has to fulfill the condition, then the second guy's Kedushin, low Havi Kedushin, is not good. The Rav Yehuda, according to Rav Yehuda, however, Havu Kedushin, the second guy's Kedushin, would actually be a valid Kedushin. 
Why? Because we said the first guy's Kedushin doesn't even like get any significance until he pays up and he hasn't paid up yet, so it's the second guy who is her man. That is all in the realm of Kedushin. We have a very similar situation in the case of Gitin. Kihai Gavna, this is a Mishra from Masechus. Gitin starts here, goes for about a little more than a line. We boxed it off. If you have a married couple, the husband says to the wife, when he hands her the divorce document, he says, You give me $200,000 or 200 Zuz. Well, is it a good get or not? It's a good get. And she pays up the money. Okay. Itmar, we have a machlokas between, that's right, Rav Huna, who we circled, and four words later, Rav Yehuda. Rav Huna says, How do you understand this uh, in Mesechus Gitin? Vehi. In other words, it's a good get, and there's just a condition that has to be fulfilled, and once that condition is fulfilled, retroactively is a good get. Whereas Rav Yehuda, who we circled, Amar, only once it's um, once she gives him that big chunk of money, then the the gitin would be the get would be good. Colon Rav Huna, we underline number he titin. She has to pay it up. Tenahave, because we look at it as a condition. Mekayma tena, let her fulfill the condition. Vazlan, go on her way. Kama Rav Yehuda, who I underline Amar. <coughs> he says, no, 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 that's not the way you look at it. <coughs> it's a nothing until it's given. In other words, when she pays up, equals only once she pays that big sum of money that they agreed upon is when it's a good get. Now, however, not a good get. My Where's there a Ikabenayu case here? Ikabenayu? Imagine if in between the time that he handed her the divorce document and when she came with the suitcase of cash to pay up, the get was, let's say, torn up or lost. It's still a good get, because Rav Huna said it was a good get from the time it was given. It's just there's a condition that has to be fulfilled, and she fulfilled it. However, according to Rav Yehuda, it would not be a good get, because by the time she paid up, well, the get's already torn up, and that is, uh, you can't marry a woman with a torn up get. You can't divorce a woman with a torn up divorce. Now, we have this Machlokas Rav Huna versus Rav Yehuda in our Masechta, in the realm of Kiddushin, and we just had it now uh, presented, as it was in Gitin, and basically the exact same Machlokas in Gitin. Why do we have to have this uh, Rav Huna versus Rav Yehuda issue both in the case of Kedushin and the case of Gitin? Why not just teach one? Says the Gemara Vitzricha, they're both necessary because if you only would have told me one, you wouldn't have necessarily known the other. If we would have heard this Machlokas Rav Huna versus Rav Yehuda Gabi Kedushin, I would have thought to say, Beha Ka'ama Rav Huna. That's where Rav Huna says it's considered a Tenai. Let him just finish the Tenai. Let him... Uh, just fulfill the tenai, or and and at that time, then it'll be a good kiddushin. Because in general, when a couple's getting married together, it's her married, but mikdash, they want to be close to another. They they want it to happen sooner. Mishum de la kaasi, right? And he wants you know her to be his woman as quickly as possible and finish the kiddushin with the original like hundred bucks he gave her, and then the other money will be. Just to fill the condition of al you have a married couple that's getting divorced. The kaasi, where the intent of the couple is to distance themselves. Ema modi le the Rav Yehuda. Maybe we'd agree with Rav Yehuda. They'd really like to make it work out. They don't want to get divorced so quickly. Uh, kama. That's why you have to tell me by 
Gitin. Now, why not then just tell me the Machlokas be Gitin? Vi Itmar, I squiggle under the Itmar Behach. In this case, in the case of uh, Gitin, that that's the Machlokas Ravuna versus Rav Yehuda, I would have thought to say Behach, oh, in the realm of Gitin, Kama Ravuna. That's where Ravuna says what he says, which is that it's a good get, Mishum, De'ihu le Kosif le le mitzba'ah. If he's saying it's a good get on the condition that you give me $200,000, He's not going to be embarrassed at all. The nature of a man is he's going to be hawking and hassling her. Well, give me the $200,000. Give me the $200,000. However, in the realm of Kiddushin, of al we have a man, he's the Romeo, and he promises Juliet uh, $100,000 to Ihi. The nature of a woman, in general, through most times and places in history, is Ksifa Lalamitzba'e. She's a little bit, like, uncomfortable asking him for it. Amai might have thought to say over there that Rav... Huna would agree with Rav Yehud and say it's only good once the uh, money is paid up. Therefore, Tzricha, that's why we have to hear the Machlokas, Rav Huna versus Rav Yehuda, both in Kedushin and in Gitin. Okay, Mesve. We have a Tzadik source now here that goes about two and a half lines. And actually, I put a long question marking in the margin, starting here, going down to last word on the line is Yehuda. We're going to have a bit of a difficulty with these Tzadik sources and, and the way Rav Yehuda explains things. So, Mesve. This is going to be pretty clear. That's not like uh, the way Rav Yehud explained things. Says the Tanaic source, quote, Hareze gitech almenas, I know the word almenas, shetitni lima zuz. He says, here's your get. He gives her the get. And it's on the condition, he says, that you give me 200 zuz. Af alpishin iskara haget ayishavad, even if at a later time, before the money is paid up by her, that gets torn up or gets lost, harezu megureshes, it is a good divorce, comma, just she shouldn't get remarried to somebody else. until she pays up the money. That is directly in contradiction to the way Rav Yehuda explained things. Vilitanya, we have another brisa. This brisa goes for four lines. Starts here. Amar law. If uh, he said to her, "Quote." This will sound very familiar. It's the same lashon of the previous uh, uh, Tanakh source. He says, "Hareze gitech almenas." Underline the word almenas. He says, on the condition shetitni li, and I double underline the word li, on the condition that you give me 200 zuz, comma, and then be, then, umes, he drops dead. Now, he dropped dead, I don't know, like a week later. Is it a good divorce? Is it not a good divorce? Now, she's definitely free, because either way, it's like a divorce or a death, but, comma, nasna, if she had given the money before he died, ain't zikukaliyavam, then she's definitely a divorcee, and if there were no children or surviving brothers, she doesn't have to worry about it at all because she's a divorcee. There's no uh, issue of Yibam with the woman who was divorced. Loinas, however, she hadn't yet given the money and he died, Zekukaliyavam, she would have to deal with the Yavam. That's one approach. Rav Shem Gamliel, who we boxed, Aimer, no yisenes le'achiv oy le'aviv. She could just pay the money, even though her husband died, she could give the money to like his brother or his father, Olechad Minakrevim, or one of his other close friends. Now, what is the Machlokas about? Ankan Pligi. The Machlokas is about, Eladamar Savar, the Tanakama understands that when the husband, original husband, when he was alive, said, Li, I put that word in quotation marks, to me, you give me 200 zuz, that means leave a low liorshi, like me and not those inherent me, or not my good friends. Me! Even to my heirs, like he wants to get the money, but if he's dead, he would be fine. And that was his intention, that she give it to his heirs. Everyone seems to agree, however. For sure, it was a tena, which is a question of Yehuda. Should we say this refutes of Yehuda, both these Tanaic sources? Well, 
don't know if he was here or not, but he would tell you in defense of his opinion, who would be the Tanaic approach that both of these Bryces are going according to, both these snake sources, Rebbe, it would be according to Shita's Rebbe. What does Rebbe hold? Amar Rav Huna, Amar Rebbe, no, we had underlined in both of the Tanaic sources the term Almanas. Rebbe's of the opinion that whenever somebody uses that term of Almanas on the condition that, it's tantamount to him saying, Now, neither of those did he say from now, but saying Almanas is tantamount to saying Almanas. However, says Rav Yehuda, I struggle with the Rabbanon. The Rabbanon disagree with Rebbe. And by the way, says Rav Yehuda, I subscribe to the Rabbanon's approach. Essentially, if you just said, don't ask from those two Tanaic sources. Those are Tanaic sources according to Rebbe, and I'm a Rabbanon man. Period. Gufa, I put a parallelogram on the Gufa. We go back to something we just said. Okay, let's uh, give a little, I don't know, it's a story or something that happened. Amar Rebbe Zera. Rabbi Zera had uh, spent his uh, youth in Babylonia, in Bavel, and when he got older, he made Aliyah Teretz Yisrael. So he says like this, Ki havinan be-Bavel, when we were in Bavel, when I was younger, have amrinan, the approach that we used to take on this issue was, Hada Amar, that which the famous statement that was said by Rav Huna Amar Rebbe, Kol ha'oymer al-manas, ka'oymer ma'achshavdami, pliki Rabbanan alei, the Rabbanan disagree with that. That's just like what Rav Yudet told us, up above. Well, continues Rabbi Zera, when I moved to Israel, says Rabbi Zera, ki salki lahasam, literally when I went up to there, made aliyah to Israel, there was another uh, um, a bunch of Torah scholars, ashkechei Reb Asi, I found Rabbi Asi, to Yosef Vekamarla, he was saying in the name of none other than the great first generation, Amaira Gadol Ador Rabbi Yochanan, not this machlokas, hakol moidim, I don't know hakol moidim, everyone would agree, when a man says Almanas, he uses that term in a condition. It's Ka'imer Ma'achshav Dami. It's always saying, from now, Loi Nechlekuela. The whole Machlokas between Rebbe and the Ramadan would be if the Lashna was used was Mehayoim Ula Achar Misa. That's where there would be a Machlokas. Vehatanya, often Vehatanya is a question here, it says as support. Rashi says Vehatanya Benichu. So we have a one and a half line Tanaic source as a support. It says like this Mehayoim. If that's what was said, then get get get. That seems to be the machlokas Rebbe versus the Rabbanon. Okay, now we did have the Amara Rav Yehuda who said that what they were arguing about was in the case of Almanas. The Gemara now asks, the Rav Yehuda Amar Nami Pligi. They're arguing in the case of Mehayoim Ula Harmisa, and also in the case of Almanas. Well, Adamifligi be Mehayoim Ula Harmisa. Instead of bringing out that case to show the Machlokas, Nifligi, why not argue in the case of Almanas? Well, the reason why you wanted to bring it out in the context of the Mehayom Lachar Misa to show you how far Shitas Rebbe goes, how extreme Rebbe is in his opinion that it will work and be effective, De Mehayom Lachar Misa, Nami Get it is a good get. And we're taking a woman whose previous status was a married woman, and telling her to go into J-date and find herself a new husband. That's like really a extreme application of the din. Well, why not do it the other way? Why are we so interested in bringing out Shita's Rebbe? 
Nifligi, why not have the Machlokas be presented in a case of Almanas, to show you how far the Rabbanon go to say it's not a good get. And just the Gemara, as it <coughs> many times does, in this type of question, it's much greater when you have two opinions, both of which are, you know, uh, Torah scholars that are well-versed in Kol Torah Kula and Tanoim, if one of them is more machmer, one is more mekel, so to speak, the one that's more mekel or the one that is the one that's matir is a much greater koach. Bottom line, it's much easier if we're not sure about something to say usher. To say that it's mutter, that's right. So essentially, Rebbe, the one who's saying, oh no, it's a good get, she's considered divorced, she can go marry someone else, is definitely the sad that is more koach to hetera, and that's the one that we tried to bring out. The Mishnah had said, um, and, and conditionally, I give you $100,000 uh, from now until 30 days. So if he gets within 30 days, it's good condition. If not, not, says the Gemara Pshita. Like, of course, that's what he said. He has to fill the condition. Well, it's not so Pasha, explains the Gemara. I was tame because he might have thought to say, Really, he wasn't saying it as like a rock solid tenai. 30 days, rather, he wants to, like, encourage himself to come get the cash together and, and, and give it to her. Um, and um, to, like, keep himself, keep a fire under his uh, bottom is why he's trying to do it. Really, though, him and the woman would be okay with if it was, like, not 30 days later that the money uh, showed up, but uh, 45 days later, two months later. That's what you might have thought. No, if he says 30 days... We interpret that to mean 30 days. If the money is um, uh, brought within 30 days, fine. If not, not. The Mishra continues that Al-Manash Zuz on the condition that uh, I have 200 Zuz and he has to have it. Let's say he says he has it in some foreign bank account. He's got a treasure chest buried somewhere. That, that's not good enough. Well, why isn't it good enough? Why does he actually, actually have to prove it? Maybe if he says on the condition that I have $100,000 that he has $100,000 somewhere. Shouldn't we be choshesh? And even further, Tanya, we have a price that says A man makes a condition or a magdashesli on the condition he has $100,000. We're choshesh that he might have it even if he can't produce it. Loikasha explains the Gemara that our Mishnah versus that price that we just had quoted at the beginning of the line are two different issues. To get a Vadai Kedushin, if he says Harim on the condition of $100,000, he better be able to show us $100,000. However, if the only issue is, is it a Suffolk Kedushin, if he's Harim Kedushesli on the condition of $100,000, will be Chayshesh, that it might be a Kedushin, even if he can't produce it. That was the next case of the mission. He says, on the condition that I can show you $100,000. Tana, I put a box around this price. It goes to the end of the line. Um, clearly, her understanding was that he would show her the money that's his, not that he's showing her someone else's money. Kavna, Ella, the Kavana that uh, she or any normal woman would have understood from that is Lirois Mishaloi, that the money he's going to be showing her is his money. The Mishnah concluded, If he just shows her on the Shulchan, then it is not a good Kedushin. Well, Pshita. Like, if he's a money changer and it's not his money, isn't that obvious that that wouldn't be a good Kedushin? No, it's not so obvious. Rather, it's Sricha. Maybe he's showing her money that he's in a business deal with. That, like, half of the money is actually his... Even if he has his the, the money in a... A business venture or deal to get like half the profits and it's right there, that's not good enough. 
it has to actually be, if he said, on the condition I could show you $100,000, that that's his $100,000, I guess, either in cash or uh, in the bank that can be withdrawn as cash. Adkan.